Hello, and welcome back to Two Chatty Gals. My name is Marley. And I'm Maria. And welcome to the best episode that we're going to put out yet. Uh, Welcome to the Taylor Swift episode. Hello, it's Taylor Swift. Hi. Hi, I'm Taylor. Um, I wanted to get on this small podcast because all of my fans find my stuff so easy. Easy? Yeah. If Taylor did a small person's podcast, the fans would know about it in two minutes. That's very true. Oh, they find out about things easy. I didn't hear you say find out about. Oh, yes. The Swifties. They're Swift. This is our Swift episode, but... As always, let's talk about our favorite things. Welcome to the pod. It's been waiting for you. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. No? I've been specifically asked to remove those moments. <gasps> Are you serious? Swear to God. By who? I can't tell you. <sighs> Why? Because it's not loud enough to be considered singing and not quiet enough to be considered talking. I'm going to continue out of spite. I feel as though you should just commit or quit. I am. I don't. I don't. I don't want to yell. Well, then don't speak. (sighs) That was supposed to say sing, but it came off. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Okay. What's your favorite thing this week? Well, you start because my favorite thing, your favorite thing is one of my favorite things. Okay. I don't want to take it from you. Rather than say my favorite thing, I will loudly sing my favorite thing. Strawberry ice cream in Malibu. Don't act like we didn't do that shit too. Now you're shaking your head at me. Deja vu. Because you got the lyrics Do you wrong. Get, do I really? I'm so bad at lyrics. Strawberry, Strawberry ice, cream. ice cream into the pool. That is 100% not the lyric. Are you serious? In Malibu. Yeah. Uh. Mm-mm. Strawberry ice cream into the pool. You, Don't act are like you we being didn't serious? Do- or are you joking right now? Oh my god, Marley. Why Absolutely is there a pool not. in all of the things? Deja vu lyrics. I literally know it's not the lyric because I put it on my Instagram stories with the little lyrics. Um, Strawberry ice cream in Malibu. Don't act like we didn't do that shit too. You're trading jackets like we used to do. Yeah, everything is all oh. reused. Play her piano, but she doesn't know. Okay. Um, today I was doing sprints to songs that were angsty and, um, I listened to (laughs) forever and always is like an angsty song for me or no love story. Um, I put the love story, Alirvia remix on, Mm. um, cause it's like kind of, kind of like an EDM. Elvira? I, yeah, that one. I, I knew (laughs) I wasn't going to say it right. Um, Kate in the pool and, uh, we all have our moments. The lyric that says, they're trying to tell me how to feel. I don't know where my brain picked up and ran with the lyric that says, good Charlotte, tell me how to feel. Um, my brain has heard that from the day that I first heard that song until today when I listened to it apparently more clearly than ever and was like, oh, it's not good Charlotte. It's they're trying to tell me. Just having revelations over here. I'm stunned. I know. But... Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo is one of my favorite things. I've been listening to it since it came out on repeat. Clearly, Mr. Delirik, whatever. But (laughs) I like it. I thought they just ate ice cream in the pool, and I thought that's why it was quirky and weird and obvious. Why? That's a good good thought. Um, But also, I got all my new earrings from 
from what's it called? Etsy. Etsy, yes. So I will send you the links to all of them and you can put it in the description. They're so cute. My favorite's the moon. Yes. But yeah, and I think Olivia Rodrigo is a great segue because she, Olivia she's Rodrigo the next Taylor is Swift. Olivia Rodrigo because of Taylor Swift. And I don't mean that in a way to like say that to minimize her success because she's a great actress. And as we know, Taylor Swift is not a great actress. She's an actress? What is she in? She's been in a couple movies. I'm Googling it. She's been in Valentine's Day, the Hannah Montana movie, and... I think a show. What? I had no idea. Oh, she well, she's in um, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, I'm talking about Taylor Swift. Oh, I thought you were talking about Olivia Rodrigo. I was like, wasn't she five when Valentine's Day came out? <laughs> Great. Okay. Glad we're on the same page. Olivia Rodrigo. We are clearly, we are not clearly connecting right now. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yes. Olivia Rodrigo is a great actress. She's in High School Musical, the musical, the series. And also Bizarre Vark. Yeah, she used to be like the main character or something of Bizarre Vark. She used to like be besties or date the guy in the show. And when Driver's License came out, he was like, I'm sorry, but this is definitely not about me. Like, it was so funny. I've never heard of that show. But Olivia Rodrigo, like, ha- was inspired by, is also a Swifty, like, loves Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift, didn't she, like, promote Driver's License? Um, Taylor Swift, like, sent her a card and a ring, like, congratulating her for driver's license. But then also, like, on a bigger picture, um, business scale, like, Olivia owns all her shit. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't be able to do that without Taylor Swift. Yeah. I hope that Olivia opens for Taylor Swift. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that this week. I was like, oh, my God. When Taylor tours, Olivia's going to open up for her and it's going to slap. It's going to be insane. Oh, my God. Okay. So, Taylor Swift, when did you become a Swifty? I became a Swifty. I remember distinctly I was in the counselor's office because she was just a cool gal. Um, I, I mean, I probably did need counseling, but I wasn't there for counseling at the time. How old? How old? I was in sixth grade. Okay. Love Story had come out. And I was like, oh, this is the same girl that did Tim McGraw and Teardrops on My Guitar. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew those songs. I liked those songs. But I didn't really become a Swifty until Love Story. Okay. I also was not huge on the debut album. I knew who she was and I knew Teardrops on my guitar. I think I had that as like my ringtone. Or I know my friend had it as her ringtone on her LG chocolate phone. Like when you used to slide up. Yes. Um, It like mm -hmm. circled. But I didn't love the debut album. I became a Swifty in, and this is about to get real specific, 2007. I was in eighth grade. The Fearless album had come out already. I had the whole album on my pink iPod Nano. The song that really, I guess two songs, that really did it for me was You Belong With Me and Forever and Always. Specifically Forever and Always, I used to put that on repeat and like lean my head against the bus window in the morning and like look out and gaze and um, imagine me like screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain with my non-existent boyfriend. When I was, when I was in seventh grade, this boy had like... We were at a boy-girl party, and it was in the daytime, but for some reason, he was like, let's make out, and he was so fucking cute, and I was like, okay, and we go make out, and turns out he only made out with me to make this other girl jealous, which is like, rude. one, so offensive, but two, I make girls jealous? What? That's very rude of him, but like, oh, sweet. Yeah, so then I went home and played Forever and Always- 
and cried because I was like, once upon a time, I believe it was a Tuesday. And like, I totally thought I was like, oh, my God, he likes me so much. And he did not. And I was like, fuck you. Forever and always was a bop. You belong with me was a bop. I've always thought that one was like top tier Taylor. Love story. Obviously love love story. But okay. So we probably, we became Swifties like around the same time. Yeah. I like, hold on. I'm pulling up Taylor's Spotify page, which also there was a time when Taylor Swift wasn't on Spotify. And I remember specifically the day she was on Spotify Mm -hmm. because I was, I always talk about this, but it was when I was leaving, I was like at my friend's house about to get on a plane to go to Spain. It was like summer of 2017. Okay. She got on Spotify again. I used to have all her albums on my like iPod Nanos and iPod Touches. Can we go through, let me, let me go to her albums. Can we go through debut and like what songs you like? I honestly, this is going to sound really bad. I don't know much about the debut album. Oh my God. I don't think I listened to it very much. There are so many bangers. Maybe, maybe I don't even know. Maybe I don't know that I'm listening to the debut album. Tim McGraw, Picture to Burn, Teardrops on My Guitar. Oh, okay. Picture to Burn, absolutely. Should have said no. Mary's song, our song, I'm only me when I'm with you, invisible. Like such a perfectly good heart. Like it's uh, like this album is so good. But when I was younger, I didn't own full albums. I just only listened to what was on the radio. So it wasn't until I started listening to like the whole album and it was so fucking good. Like debut is really good. So I never listened to this album until I was in high school and someone was playing it at like a house party that I was not like a house party. Oh, that's so funny. It was like a, it was like my boyfriend and I at the time and then like four other couples were all having like a kickback sleepover night because this kid's like parents were out of town. So we we're like, let's all just have like a little couple night and we'll all like sleep in our own rooms. We thought we were like so mature. Someone was playing this album. And so this got me into I'm Only Me When I'm With You, A Perfectly Good Heart, Stay Beautiful, Mary's Song. Um, I already knew Should Have Said No, already loved our song. I think I already loved Picture to Burn and knew of Teardrops on My Guitar. So I like more on this album than I thought I did. Yeah, this album is very good. If you're going to listen, new listeners to Taylor Swift, because like I know like my cousin Sarah, like I feel like she would not have listened to this album. Like she probably heard the radio bops too, but like would not have like listened to it. Alina, definitely not. If you're a Reputation era Swifty, lots of people became Swifties during Reputation era, which is such a hot take because I do not like that album. You're crazy. But if you're going to listen to Debut, I 1000% recommend listening two um i'm gonna do the ones that did not that were not radio singles i love stay beautiful i'm only me when i'm with you invisible a perfectly good heart the ones that are not that weren't like big those were the ones that were not big and that are good and you should listen to them the best ones are the ones that well i guess our song is good but like the best ones are always the ones that aren't big yeah big on the radio that is are we going are we going through all albums i kind of want to don't you yes let's go through them Okay, Fearless. Okay, Fearless. We'll do Platinum Edition. What song on Fearless is your favorite? Forever and Always. Ooh, okay. Close Second with You Belong With Me. Ugh. Which, did you ever just like cry to You're Not Sorry? Yes, and White Horse and Change. Ooh, Change and That's the Way I Loved You. Those ones were good ones for me. 
love Jumpin' Falls, so upbeat. Also, Untouchable. Who knew it was a five-minute song? But I can quote, like, I love that song. I don't know that one well enough. It goes, Untouchable like the distant diamond sky. I need to listen to that one more. It's very good. Love Fearless. I really don't. Oh, Come In With The Rain. I used to like 15. Love. I don't like it as much anymore. I don't know why. I don't know why it simmered down for me, but I don't love that one as much anymore. Hey, Hey, Steven. Steven. So good. Jinx. Wow. Breathe is good. The The Best Day is a sweet song. So sweet. Um, so where were you in your life when this song came out? Eighth grade. 2008, you were in eighth grade. Eighth grade. I was in seventh grade, I think, because you graduated 2013 mm-hmm. and I graduated 2014. Yeah. So I was in seventh grade and wow, quite a moment to be alive. Those are our middle school years. Mm-hmm. The years so that we good. always reference. So good. Eighth grade but was such a like, formative year for me. Jump and Fall totally reminds me of high school because this girl I know mm-hmm. used to like sing this song. She was like a singer girl, like she was gonna be a singer. Cute. And she would always sing the song. And she was good, you know? Jump and Fall reminds me of my high school boyfriend. Classic. Poor memories. Okay, and speak now. Which I want to call my favorite album. Favorite album? Yes. Really? Okay. I think it is my favorite album. I love Speak Now so much. I think this album is one where I – I won't say this is my no skips album. It's definitely hard to skip things. If you're in the mood to listen to Speak Now, like, there aren't skips. Better than Revenge. It's amazing. Um, it's actually trending on TikTok right now, that sound. Why don't you go stand in the corner and think about what you did? Exactly. Dear John is about John Mayer. Oh my God, we haven't even talked about who songs were about. Ugh, I hate assigning like people to the songs. Like it's good tea, but it makes me also feel bad. It doesn't make me feel bad. Fuck John Mayer. Well, yeah, he's weird. I've heard weird things about him. Also, so all of Fearless is about, well, almost all of Fearless. Who is? And there's also from Love and Theft... His name is Steven. That's who Hey Steven is about. Mm-hmm. Go on. Well, I was going to say, like, Fearless is a lot of Joe Jonas. And then a lot Speak Now is a Jonas. lot of John Mayer. Who is Better Than Revenge about? Better Than Revenge is about Joe Jonas. Who's the girl? The girl is about the girl Joe Jonas dated after he broke up with Taylor. I'm so surprised you don't know this. Okay, because after Fearless came out is when the Jonas Brothers came out with an album. Mm-hmm. And they had a song on it called Much Better, saying how much better the new girl that he was dating is than Taylor. Okay. With a direct line drop, like, go back to the teardrops on your guitar. Okay. I totally forgot about all this tea. So that's why in the line, in Better Than Revenge, it says, she's so much better. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. Yes. Today I had a thought while I was working out that do do Joe and Sophie, like, talk about yes. Taylor's relationship? And yes. Joe's like, ugh. She was so X, Y, Z in our relationship. But, like, now Sophie, Sophie, like, Instagrammed about. I, it's so funny. The song today. Okay, so Speak Now is mine. Love mine. Sparks Fly. Also, all of these are so good. I can't say that. All of these albums are so fucking good. Back, Back to, to December, December. Speak Now, Dear John. Speak mean, Now. I will literally put on repeat. Mean. Mean so good. The Story of Us. Never Grow Up. Never mm. Grow Up. That one's going to hit different live. when Speak Now gets re-released. I... I truly like I think this this is my favorite album and honestly I think it has no skips. I'd say no. My only skip is like innocent. But like 
when I'm driving yeah. in the car, that one's a good one. Yes. Like, it's not even a skip. It's just kind of slow. Yeah. Enchanted. Like, I think this is... I was obsessed with... I used to write Enchanted... Oh, my God. I used to write the lyrics to Enchanted on every single thing that I owned in high school and middle school. That was, like... Or not middle school. In, in like, early high school. It was, like, my personality. I tried to, I used to write it in cursive because that song, like, spooked Ooh, me. Obviously. Obviously. That's what her perfume was called. Oh, my God. I loved her perfume. Me and uh, my best friend, Jessie, used to have it. And it smelled so good. Story about Long Live... I forced my high school to put it in our graduation. Good. That's a great song. It's a great graduation song. I, like, really fought for it, and I got it in. Like, either way, like, it was in there. And honestly, I was like, I'm student body president, and what I say goes. When I saw Claudia at the Beacon, Long Live played, and she just, like, stretched her arms out on stage. And I was like, that's a sweet moment. Because I said, remember this moment. Yeah. Ugh. I love, your mind. I love Speak Now. And you know what? I do. I think this – I've said it and now I'm going to say it with conviction. Speak Now is my favorite album. We love to hear it. It doesn't um, mean – yes? I was going to say the deluxe edition tracks, Hours, if this was a movie, Superman. Yeah. I like meh. Hours a lot. People throw rocks at things that oh, I like shine that song. in life. Makes love look hard. That was my Facebook lyrics in high school. Wow. When my boyfriend and I were like having a moment. Like of a good course. one. Yeah. Okay. Speak now. Ooh. And then we get into red. Now. My memories with red are like a little tainted. This album dropped the night that I found out my... Boyfriend was cheating on me. Different boyfriend Ooh. than the one I was Facebook lyricing about. Oh, my God. I knew you were trouble. Oh, my God. So good. But Red, I think a lot of people would say, like, Red is her – before, like, her recent ones, like, Red was the most lyrically amazing. Lyr- uh, mm, I'd say Speak Now is pretty lyrically – I'd say Speak Now and Red, like, for the longest time were, in my brain, like, both lyrically top tier. And maybe Red gets the the award because of All Too Well. I was about to say, All Too Well, like, really, really brings it home. State of Grace, Red, Treacherous, I Knew You Were Trouble, All Too Well, 22, I Almost Do, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, Stay, 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 The Last Time, Holy Ground, Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, The Lucky One, Everything's Changed, Starlight, Beginning Again. Favorites, State of Grace. Oh, I'm on the deluxe edition, so there's also The Moment I Knew, Come Back, Be Here, I Hate Girl at Home. I don't know what it is about that song. Don't look at me. You got a girl at home and everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Whoa. I can't. I can't. When I, it's when so I, funny. When uh, I had this on my iPod Touch, I illegally downloaded that one because I just bought the, the standard edition. And so of something course. about the like sound on that one was mm. off. And so now I can only hear it like that. And I just don't like that song. Favorites, State of Grace, All Too Well, Stay, 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 yes. Holy Ground. I actually... The Lucky Go one. ahead. Sorry. And... Depending on my mood, everything has changed. Favorites of this album, State of Grace, I Know You Were Trouble. Actually, All Too Well did not used to be a favorite of mine. Oh, I've always loved it. Now, I will say, because you kind of obligatory, All Too Well has to be a good one. And I will say, All Too Well is an anthem. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a sad song, but it's an anthem. So if you're pissed off, sad, in the car, please even, go listen to All Too Even in a well. good mood. I can jam out to All Too Well in a good mood. That's true. It's so much fun, especially at a party. Oh my God. At a party in Dancing in the Kitchen. I recently did this with my friend Caitlin, who I always think you have met, but you have not met. Mm -hmm. We were at her house and just, just her and I were just screaming all too well. 
and it was so amazing. My cousins, when they came to visit back in the fall, we did that. I have a video of us just like yes, taking I, you sent it to me. tequila shots and screaming casually cruel. Uh, lyric drop in I know. the song from today, casually cruel. I was like, ooh, the origin of that. Yes. And then also another a couple other favorites. We are never giving back together. Stay, stay, stay. Holy Ground is good. And I'll, I'll say that's it. This is not a no skip album for me. There are some skips on this album. There are some skips depending on my mood. This is the, so I saw Speak Now in concert, and then this was the second concert of hers okay. that I saw. Do you want to talk about those? Speak Now was, her concerts are such productions. Speak Now had like acrobats like coming from the ceilings. Speak Now was very, I wasn't like a crazy Swifty yet, but I was so. That was an arena tour, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just like, my mom randomly, like, I think she won tickets off the radio like the night before. So it was very unexpected that I got to go, but it was very fun. I was like a, what sophomore, a good mom. sophomore in high school. I went with my best friend, Jessie. A beautiful, amazing experience. Red was when I started to be like a little bit more uh, Obsessive? Yes, a little bit more obsessive. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to have to post. I have such funny pictures from concerts. So with Red, I roped my friend and we were like, we like weren't even really good, that good of friends. Um, I just need someone to go with because my Taylor Swift like concert goer friend was taking AP tests and she's studious. And so she wouldn't go, which is like fine. I made this girl wait outside of Taylor's tour buses with me for like four hours with 13 red balloons that I got at the dollar store because I was convinced that we were going to get invited into her red room uh. because with speak now, she started the tea party and that's where like the secret room started. Then I sobbed during all too well. Pause. It, was, it was beautiful. Yes. People might not know about the secret rooms or the secret shows. Oh, so secret rooms, when you're at Taylor concerts, either you'll be tapped by like Taylor's mom. I want to say like her producers and people or Taylor Nation. And it can happen at like various moments, like before the concert, during the concert, as you're leaving the concert and they'll tap you and be, they'll ask you if you've ever met Taylor. And if you say yes, then, then you don't get to meet her again. Some circumstances provide but they ask you if you've met her and if you say no they ask if you would like to and then you get brought into like a back room and it's like decorated and there's snacks and there's like photo booths and you get to meet like her family and her cast member or like her dancers and backup singers and then you get to meet taylor and there's like 20 or 30 people in there and it's a super intimate like little like moment to have it's basically the vip room if you could pay for it but you can't purchase them it's it's I'll say random with like an asterisk that like sometimes it's not random. Like Taylor will handpick people and we're like Taylor Nation will handpick people. But for the most part, like you don't know what's Based happening. Based off of Tumblers or Twitters mm-hmm. or. You don't know what's going to happen until it happens. There's also secret shows. Yes. Yeah, secret sessions. Secret sessions where she invites fans to her home and plays them the album. Before and it's released. And they get to listen to it first. Like I, there was a guy at my college who got to go oh. to a secret session. I would and die. And I want to say it was for 1989. I would die. You'd die. like hold her die. trophies and cats and like hug her and it's just, yeah. it's, it's a dream. But so I tried, this was my first instance. I learned about it after Speak Now and this was my first instance of trying to get into the room. Beautiful concert. Great. Uh, Ed Sheeran opened up. He used a loop microphone. It was great. Sick. All right. On to the next. Is that, is 1989? Oh my God. So such they, a good album. This was a huge gap between... Right? This was a huge gap between years. No, no. 2012 to 2014. Oh, this was still in her two-year 
mm-hmm. in her two years. When we knew it so, was coming. This was my sophomore year of college. This was my freshman year of college. And this album really defines my freshman year of college. Blank Space, I will say, was my college anthem mm-hmm. in, like, my freshman year of college. Now, I will say that I did not like this album at first. Oh, that's this, so disappointing. This one grew on me. It was a grower, not a shower. I loved Out of the Woods when it first came out. I loved Blank Space. But, like, as a whole, this was not my favorite album. I had to li- – I listened to it so many times because – so when concert tickets first got dropped back in like October or November, because this came out, what's the date this is came out? October 27th. So tickets for the concerts would have been dropped like November, December. So I made the decision to go with my friend Emily and we bought like $40 literal last seat, last row of the stadium because we just wanted to go for the sake of going. And so I was like, okay, well, I need to know this album if I'm going to go. So then it grew on me and I liked it a lot more. And then I saw it. I saw this concert three times. I saw it once in Cleveland. Oh my once God. In, once in Cleveland, once in Columbus. Cleveland was when I did the $40 tickets, like nosebleeds, like let's just go for the sake of going. Columbus was with my best friend, Jesse, And then we saw her in Kentucky on like a Thursday and we had bought the tickets like the week before. We just bought them on a whim to like drive to Kentucky to go see her. Yeah. This is also when I met her. Ah. Okay, tell the story. Okay, so I'll give like a shortened version because- I could give so many details and speak for hours. Basically, Emily was like obsession, Swifty level, same, same level as me. So we were like, okay, well, let's use Tumblr and try to get Taylor's attention on Tumblr and meet her at the concert. From the day that we bought the tickets, moving forward, her and I would say like, yeah, we're going to meet Taylor Swift. And we just, we'd tell everyone that like, yeah, we're going to meet Taylor Swift with like, no, no actual. You spoke it into existence. This is, this is my like manifestation story that I always keep in the back of my mind. So we started speaking about it and then we made Tumblr accounts and started like tumblring and just like reblogging and making friends. And then we decided to make outfits. Everyone was making outfits. This was like such yeah. a thing to like have these extravagant costumes. So we, we took the lyric, darling, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. One of us dressed like a nightmare. One of us dressed like a daydream, like black tutu and white tutu, like lights embedded into our tutu. Like I was the nightmare and I looked like tough and scary and she was the daydream and she was like airy and pretty. And then as we created them, we were like blogging about it on Tumblr and we started to gain like a decent amount of followers and reblogs on our post about our outfit. So when we got to the concert, we were flat. We went to Taylor Nation and either Taylor Nation or like someone else recognized us, but like people knew that our, like they recognized our costumes. So Taylor Nation, we were just like chatting with them and we- So there's like a a person or a place that you go to that is Taylor Nation. There's a booth. There's a Taylor Nation booth and they have like old costumes that you can view and like that's the attraction in the booth. But like if you're a Swifty, you know you go there to like speak to the Taylor Nation people to like potentially get something. So we're speaking to the Taylor Nation person and we're just like talking about how excited we are in our costumes and we're showing our Tumblr. We intentionally mentioned that we were the last row of the stadium, but regardless, we were just happy to be there. So as we're like walking away from Taylor Nation, she pulls us in and she's like, hey, do you guys want your seats upgraded? And we're like, yes, absolutely. So she upgrades us to second row. So Emily and I are like, plan is going off without a hitch. Like we've got it. This is step one. This is amazing. Step two. Cause we know if you get upgraded, you have a better chance of being pulled into the rim. So we're like, we're upgraded. We got it. We're second row. We make friends with the girls. We're dancing during the concert because there had been a handful of concerts before this one. 
we knew from other people's posts, like the timing that Taylor Nation mm-hmm. or someone would pull. We knew like the songs that it was likely to happen. And we had passed that point in the concert. And Emily and I kind of had a moment and we we're like, okay, like we can be bummed that we didn't get pulled, but like, you know what? We're not going to let this ruin our concert. We're in the freaking second row. Like we're not yeah. going to let this ruin our moment. So I am getting goosebumps right now. Literally every time I saw the story, Ugh, I knew you okay. were trouble comes on. And I had just like thrown caution into the wind and I was like, okay, well, I'm not getting it. Like I'm just going to lose my shit for the rest of the show. Yeah. So I was literally throwing myself around during I knew you were trouble when it's like, and you're lying on the cold, hard ground. Whoa. Oh. I was like jumping into the air, like throwing my body and Oh, you were trying to create a mosh. Like a little bit, but like my own personal. <laughs> like I was on the aisle seat. So I had I had just like lots of room to be myself. To be a mosh. So I knew your trouble ends and I wish you would starts. And you know how at the beginning is like. I wish you would. Yes. We get a tap. We turn around. It's Andrea Swift. She looks at Emily and I. I then hit the ground. You cry. I, I, no, I just hit the ground. I like collapsed and start crying. And her security guard has to like lift me back up. And she's like, hi, girls. And we're like, hi. Hi. And she's <laughs> like, so funny. I have, you ever, have you ever met my daughter? And we're like, no. And she's like, would you like to? And we're like, yeah, oh my God, yeah. So we're sobbing at this point. She puts wristbands on our hands. And then the... I, there's a picture that was taken right after that moment. The girls we had made friends with took a picture of Emily and I sitting in our chairs, just like sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. Yes. So we like got pulled for it. We went after the show um, and met up with the other people that were doing it. And then we got to go into a room with her and we did like the photo booth. We met her dancers and then she walked in. I literally couldn't speak to her when she walked up to us. All I asked for a hug, which is like very yes. on brand for me. I was like, yes. can I please have a hug? Um, I'm pretty sure I called her beautiful. Emily did all the talking. I literally could not speak. I just wanted to hug her. She smelled so good. She's so beautiful and tall. And then we took a picture with her. And then she like thanked us for being there. And then she walked on to the next group. And that's how I met Taylor Swift. Ugh, that makes me cry. It was so good. And then I dressed up for the other concerts too with Jesse. We were incredible things. Like we, our outfits looked like the mm. Incredibles, but we were like incredible things. And then we were just like 80s girls. Cool. Um, 1989 is a spectacular album. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what the first version of Maria said that she didn't like this no, album. No, now it's I love. It's so good. It's so good. It's so, so good. The songs that you should listen to if you have not is New Romantics. Mm-hmm. Style. Yes, Style. Out of the Woods. I know you don't like Don't out listen to Out of the Woods. Do you like clean? Are you a clean gal? I'm not a clean gal. I was actually listening to, listening to it today, and I was like, I'm not going to skip it. Like, I like this song, but I, I love. don't love it. It's, it's not one I'm – but it's a lot of people's favorite songs. Some say her best song. Do you like This Love? Uh, I don't really like that one. Just listen to, it's the, good. listen to the album as a whole. Like, just all the way through. It's so sonically cohesive. It's exactly what she wanted to put out after Red. It's an hour and eight minutes, the deluxe edition. We love then we go into a dark time, which I put in our Google Doc that we need to talk about. There will be no explanation. There will only be reputation. But before this, Kim cancels ta- or Taylor is over party. Yes. The snakes, the Kim K of it all. Taylor is over party. It's 2016. If you listen or if you watch Miss Americana, that's basically what the whole thing is about. And I remember being in this, like, I think I had, I had my radio show in college just after 
the Taylor is over party. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I I heard the it it felt very much and I I know that I shouldn't say this, but it felt very much very similar to this is a bad look on you, Netflix. Like shit's not a big big deal until you make it a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like being in a Kanye song is fucking cool. I feel like there was so much deception that like we were not aware of. And I feel like maybe we still aren't aware of it. What got me, what I didn't like the most was the wax figurine of it all. Ooh. Oh, I forgot. So like the lyric famous says, music like, video. what's the lyric? I made that bitch famous. I think that Taylor and I could still have sex. Yeah, I made that bitch I famous. I made the bitch famous. Which like, she approved the lyric, correct? She approved, I think me and Taylor might still have sex. Okay. She approved that, but she did not approve I Made That Bitch Famous. If via, you recall- She approved it via a phone call that- Was recorded. Yeah, but she didn't approve him calling her a bitch, and then- More so him saying she made her, he made her oh, famous. Yes, yes. If you don't recall, Taylor Kanye 2009 MTV Music Awards. Mm-hmm. The award snatching of it all. The award snatching of it all. The Beyonce had the best music video in the game of it all. Taylor, which you find out later in Miss Americana, she thought people were booing her, not Kanye, mm-hmm. that she didn't deserve it. But like she did. People were booing Kanye. And and that's what I think is like you didn't learn that when Miss Americana came out. You learned that approximately three days after MTV Music Awards. Mm-hmm. So you already know people look at Kanye as a joke. Like, yes, he is a masterful lyricist. He is the dopest rapper in the game like i don't care i still love kanye i think he's just so big like he is a joke but he's also so big and he has so much like weight in the world but it's also like no one takes him seriously Mm -hmm. so why are you giving him so much power that's a very true statement and that's how that's how i felt about the situation is like why are you so why are you like why are you letting yourself look this way and I know that's not good. And I know that's a bad Swifty mentality. Like you're supposed to believe Taylor is right till I die. But I believe people can be wrong and you can still be their fan. I My guess is that like we create these narratives about ourselves and it's so hard to break them. Like just mm-hmm. personally. But like you are Taylor Swift and you are on such a pedestal and a spotlight and like everyone sees yeah. you. And she she writes about, like, her feelings and clearly speaks her feelings. So, like, her narrative is just, like, on blast. So everyone's like, victim. She plays the victim. She plays the victim. And it's like she's, like, she's entitled to her own feelings. Like, we just know all of them. I don't think people are saying she plays the victim because. Used to. No, no, I know. I used to be one of those people. But I don't think they're saying it because she has feelings. I think it's they're saying it because it got a lot of media attention. Mm-hmm. And it's speaking in the... Kim cancels Taylor party or Taylor is over party example. You look dumb. And if you would have just been like, and I hate saying like, if you would just like shut up and smiled and shut up and sang, and I'm not saying she should have, I'm just saying that if she would have not even, not even like shut up and smiled, but just been like, "Mm, okay, I did not, I approved one of these lyrics, not the other. And this is just like, if there wouldn't have been as much, like, shade and, like, deception around it. Like, people just didn't know. Like, there was no... No, we're we're talking... You and I are dis- not disagreeing, but we're not talking about the same thing. I'm saying if Taylor would have just said, like, not said anything, 
mm-hmm. and just known to herself and had enough confidence in herself and not as much pride in thinking I have to tell everybody oh, I that what you're he was okay. wrong. And I have to make sure everybody knows I was wronged in this situation and I only approved one of these lines. Then, like, it would not have been as a big deal as it was. I'm a tailor. I, people have to know that I'm correct. And, and I don't know. Like, I was just, like, in the situation, in the times we were in, I was like, I'm on Kim's side. Stand by your man and don't let the media turn him, turn, turn itself against him, whatever. But, like, I don't know. I was just like, I was Team Kim at the time. And we got reputation out of it. Yes, there's allegedly an album that is... Before Reputation. Yeah. It's, it's rumored Karma? That's Bleachella. Ble- yes, Bleachella. Because also, if you don't know, Taylor has a new album and a new era every time there's a new hairstyle. And in between... She just changes She just has like a new yeah. aesthetic every time there's a new album and era. Right. So in between 1989 and Reputation, there was Bleachella. It's when she was dating Calvin Harris. It's when... And Tom. Like, she was living her best life. And Tom. Well, Tom, yes. Calvin first, then Tom towards Mm -hmm. the end. And it was just like, oh my God. And if you look at the timelines of her albums, 1989 was released in 2014. Um, Red was 2012. Speak Now was 2010. Fearless was 2008. It's not how you say that. Um, But Reputation... So it's every two years. Reputation was three years post-1989. So people speculate that she was writing an album to be released in that 2016 time slot, which is the same time that the Taylor was canceled party happened, and she went into hiding for a year and wrote Reputation. And now... Now that the vault's getting opened... We're going to get those songs. We're either going to get them really with 1989 or with Reputation. It's got to be correct. If she Hold on. I, whole new I album. need us to pause because I have to pee so bad. Oh, my God. Go pee. Stakes are high. Water's rough. But this love is ours. We just talked about the vault being open. And now we're going to get these songs in either 1989 or reputation when she re-records okay so what did you like off of reputation because as what a whole, didn't i like as a whole this is not my favorite album i will say i could be jaded i was going through a very very hard time in my life and this album came out like right when i was in the thick of it and so i might just be like associating this album with those times and having a really hard time disassociating dis- yeah dis- i was like what word is that disassociating <laughs> like disconnecting those two thoughts i do like ready for it okay i did something bad and ready for it was the no look what you made me do was the lead single of, Ooh, off this album look what you made me do and then i like this is why we can't have nice things i like the music video i like i like this song when it's paired with the music video but on its own no, only you. yeah yes so i have like i i like new year's day some four okay. i like four songs Okay, um, I must say I think you're incorrect, but you're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> this song only has one skip, and it's gorgeous. Oh, why don't you like gorgeous? Gorgeous sounds like it's written. It should be on debut. It's my boyfriend. He's older. Like, you should be so happy. She sounds like a pick-me girl. Like, um, you should be so happy I'm talking to you. Like, ha-ha, I'm going to ignore you. And it's like, fair, Taylor... Fair. Taylor, at this point in your life, you're 27, 26, maybe. Mm-hmm. We're not, that's not how we, no, we don't do that. So 
This album only has one skip and it is gorgeous. Other than that, listen to any song on this album and it's fucking amazing. And then we got Lover. Total opposite of Reputation. And Lover is the first album she owns on her own. Yes, ma'am. Lover all around. Similar to 1989. Like it's a no skip, like sonically cohesive. It is amazing. It is a vibe. It's like, amazing. I could I could list the songs that I love, but it's it's I'm just telling you the nope. entire track list of the album. And this album is very similar to very similar to Reputation and in, in that it only has one skip. Uh, maybe two if you count False God, but like You have to skip soon you'll like get better unless God. you're in the mood to cry. Exactly. Soon You'll Get Better is the only skip, and it's because it's so fucking sad. Yeah, it's just, it's so sad. If you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to it. If you've ever lost anyone to cancer, Soon You'll Get Better will make you want to die. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so fucking sad. And I'm so happy it did not come out in 2014 because I lost somebody to cancer that year. And, like, I would just not be okay. Okay, well, I'm glad that that didn't happen. (laughs) What's your... What's your status on Hey Kids, Spelling is Fun? I didn't like it at first. I thought it was, like, childish. Stupid. But now, now I'm sad that it's not there. Like, if you're going to put it, keep it. I love me. Like, I'm me slaps. I love it. Hey Kids, Spelling is Fun. Hey Kids, Spelling It was is so fun. stupid. I felt dumb listening to it. That hook is amazing. Or the bridge. It's like so good. Oh, and the Brandon Yuri of it all. We love a panic. The Brandon Yuri of it all. Do you like it's nice to have a friend? Yes. For some reason, I have the visual of like prancing around in a graveyard when I listen to it's yes. nice to have a friend. I don't know why, but so like that's do I. what I get. Because it is. It's like school bell rings. Take me, walk me home. And it's like, they're cold. They only have one set of gloves. They're holding hands. Like they're little kids. And we got cruel. Cruel Summer, which is, like, fandom Banger all too well city. number two, like. But, so do you know the symbolism? And, like, okay, we also need to talk about shit. Do we have enough time? We don't have enough time. We'll put a poll up and see if people want a Taylor Swift Part 2 episode. Because we can just keep it at albums tonight. We can tell them what we are going to talk about otherwise. We haven't talked about the Joe of it all and how he weaves into this story. Like, yes, she was dating Calvin and Tom before Reputation and some songs are about them. But Reputation is a an amazing album about love. Mm-hmm. As much as it is about angst, it is also about love. It's like the new love, the finding love, like all that cute stuff. Yeah, we're going to have to put up a poll and see if people want that. Because I have a feeling people don't want that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to be optimistic and say that they do. Okay, great. But Lover is also one of my favorite albums. I just feel as though album rankings are, for me, not on a linear scale. It depends on the day. It depends on my mood. It depends on the day. It depends on the mood. And it also is more of like a stacking of albums, if that makes sense. No. Like a pyramid. Oh, okay. Yes. Like some are on the same level. I, yes. Okay. I agree with that. And then we got unexpected. But also, folklore none of the and levels Evermore. are bad. None, none of, of the, the levels, levels are bad. bad. None of the levels are bad. I agree with that. It's only a positive pyramid. Positive pyramid. Exactly. Only. Folklore evermore. Pit them against each other. What's your favorite? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> At first, it was evermore. I was like an evermore stan. And I... No. 
I don't know. I like Evermore as a whole more, but I like specific songs on Folklore more than I You've like, got like a point. one song on Evermore. You've got a point in that sonically 1 to 17 Evermore does a better job mm-hmm. at like going through it. However, this just isn't folklore. Like I, I like folklore more. No, it isn't super cohesive, but it's amazing. It's still so good. And in the same way of Lover, I think it only has one skip and it's Epiphany and it's because it's sad. Yeah, that one is sad. I will say that so I think with... Do you have any other skips on this album? Folklore? No. Me either. No. I like all of the them. The Lakes is so good. Mm-hmm. As a bonus track, it's amazing. My my experience to consume the album for the first time for Folklore is better than Evermore. I was in my favorite... I go to the same beach spot with my family every year. Yes. And on that Thursday, we stay there Saturday to Saturday. That Thursday, we got the news. We were getting an album. So my two cousins and I planned Friday morning. We were going to wake up early. We were going to, the, gonna, going to go to the beach and walk the beach. Each listen to the album in our ears, but like walk together. It's like 8 a.m. The beach is quiet. We're just walking down. We ended up walking like four and a half miles. But when we left our hotel, we walked down the beach. When we got to the end of the album, we ended up in this like literally the end of the beach in this like woodland alcove. And there were like... <sighs> bushes with little shells that had been like strung onto the branches and there was like a little pond oasis and I am just listening to like hoax and peace and it was so it was beautiful wow it was beautiful I listen to a lot or like folklore is so poetic Mm -hmm. it's got the stories and it's so funny because Taylor posted on her story today like Post the albums about storytelling. Like, mm-hmm. don't get into any trouble. Just kidding. Release. Fearless. Release the track. Yeah. It, it, that is so true because Folklore and Evermore don't necessarily altogether remind me of Joe and or people in her life. Mm-mm. I'd say whereas snippets and, and moments. Right. But I love that they're like stories. Yeah. And the trilogy of it all. And mm-hmm. it's so amazing. It's so, so, so amazing. The rest of the things we were going to get into was album rankings, which we both agreed. Pyramid. It's, it's more of a pyramid and none of the levels are bad. Favorite songs. We definitely talked about favorite songs. Yeah. I think we're good. I don't think we need a new ep- new another episode, but we are but prepared to speak But if the people want it. it. If like, the people we're here. want it, we, we are here. Because I could go into the symbolism. We, we didn't talk about any of the Easter eggs. The Easter eggs of it all. Like. Some, some Swifty tea. Like, we can do just it. Just let us know. And just Have let us talk. know. Okay. And with that, that is the Taylor Swift episode. Today, when this releases, Fearless will have been out. Oh my gosh. For a few hours already. Are you going to listen? You get the album so early. I do. You Californians with your nine. Yes. I do miss that about living in California, the 9 p.m. album. PST, baby. I think I'm staying up to listen to it with two of my friends at midnight. I saw something. Um, So this Fearless album is 26 songs. Yep. It's an hour and 46 minutes long. Yeah. That's so long. Her other albums are like an hour, maybe. 
Yeah. This one's an hour and 46. I'm going to be up until 2 in the morning tomorrow. Please let us know if you want us to talk about this again, because we will. We have the content for it. We have the content. And yeah, we love you. I hope you're listening to Fearless today. Have a great day. Bye. Happy Friday.